Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 127 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, a podcast that takes a hardcore look, gets some softcore crimes. I'm your boy Leroy, coming at you straight out of the closet with two petty tales that involve that sweet, sweet nectar that comes from a cow's teat. You guessed it, milk. It's not really a nectar, is it? That was a poor description. And it doesn't always come from a cow's teat either. Sometimes it comes from a woman's teat. Or even an almond's teat. Cool, uh, one minute in and I've already said teat four times. I guess that's five now. Gotta be some type of record. I promise you that is the last time I'll say it. Okay, this promises to be an interesting one, so we'll just get right into it. But first, a couple jokey poos. What did the mama cow say to the baby cow? It's pasture bedtime. (laughs) Get it? Pasture, P-A-S-T-U-R-E. Oh man, that was bad. This next one will not be better, I promise. Why is it so frustrating talking to a cow? Because everything just goes in one ear and out the other. Alright everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with a couple tales of low-level true crime. And don't worry my friends, I promise to get you back home by Moo O'Clock. number 127 spilled milk we go through a lot of the white stuff at home my kids have a bad cereal addiction i have it in my coffee and tea and the chocolate milk (laughs) don't get me started on that those bags go down real fast yeah that's right i said bags my point is milk's great it's wholesome it's delicious with cookies but milk with a side of crime not sure if that's a good combo But let's find out, shall we? Okay, our first story takes us to Mechanicsville. This is an interesting one, as this is in a very tiny community, a place that doesn't see crime all that often. 
The population over there is just 1,724 people. Let's get some more detail about Mechanicsville from my most trusted source, Wikipedia. They say Mechanicsville is an unincorporated community and census-designated place in St. Mary's County, Maryland, United States. It is adjacent to the community of Charlotte Hall, which is known for its agriculture, Amish population, large farmer's market, flea market, and the Maryland Veterans Home. Right on. So a wholesome little community to say the least. Who doesn't love a good flea market? Our friends over at NeighborhoodScout.com give Mechanicsville a 61 on the crime index, meaning it's safer than 61% of U.S. neighborhoods. They average about two violent crimes per year and eight property crimes. So a very safe area by the sounds of it. And when a community is that small, it really only takes one bad apple to spoil the bunch. One deadbeat can really spike those averages, statistically speaking. So let's meet one of these deadbeats, the bad apple that spoiled the bunch back on May 4th of 2015, Sarah Schrock. Sarah is a 56-year-old woman, and she definitely has some issues. One of those people that I'd say is more a weirdo than criminal. We come across these types of people often. Not sure if she's been diagnosed with anything mentally, but we do know that physically she is a diabetic. And something that comes along with being a diabetic that I was unaware of is dry feet. Sarah had very dry feet, and she kind of had a fascination with it. She'd pick and peel the dry skin and take these shavings off her feet and toes and keep them in trays in her bedroom. Any collectors out there get it, I'm sure. Hey, I used to collect baseball cards, so can totally relate to Sarah here. (laughs) Not at all creepy, right? Ugh, seriously though. This is strange. Maybe she's a bit of a hoarder, has a hard time letting go of things. I'm no shrink, so I won't even begin to try and untangle this behavior. Let's just agree that it's kind of gross. Sarah lives in a rooming house with several other adult women. And this collection was a known thing around there with the women, no doubt making her quite popular. Hey, Sarah, can I see your dead skin collection? Anyway, Sarah was having issues with one of these ladies. Don't know the details of their problems, but it was bad enough that this housemate got a peace order against her. This was on May 1st. This peace order banned Sarah from having contact with the roommate. It's kind of like a restraining order, but you know, not a super serious one, as these women were still able to live under the same roof together. Just told to stay out of each other's business. Sarah was actually arrested a couple days later on May 3rd for breaching this restraining order deal they had going on. Some bad blood here for sure. I don't want to say the roommate's name, she's dealt with enough by the sounds of it, but we'll call her Doreen for story flow's sake. After Sarah's arrest, she came home late on the night of the 3rd, and then basically spent all day on the 4th skulking around the house, and we'd later find out that she was devising a little plan to get some sweet, sweet revenge on her adversary. Doreen came home later in the evening and made dinner with a couple of her housemates. Sounds nice, doesn't it? And as they sat down to eat their meal together, they all poured tall glasses of cold, refreshing milk to wash down their food. Mm-mm-mm. Good food, good company, good conversation. Things were going, uh, good. Until they quickly took a strange turn. Doreen lifted the luscious lactose to her lips and took a big gulp and immediately started gagging and coughing up the chunky white liquid. It may be too late to say this, but quick warning if you're listening to this while eating. It's going to get gross. 
One of the other roommates, seemingly unfazed by Doreen's choking fit, also takes a swig of milk and also begins violently coughing, choking, and gagging. Roommate number three, apparently the smartest of the bunch, decides against taking a sip of the milk. They check the expiration date. Nope, not expired yet. So this is strange. Why is the milk so chunky? The ladies then grab a strainer and pour the rest of the milk container into it and are left with chunks that are consistent with, ugh, you guessed it, dead skin. Dead skin peeled off the bottom of a 56-year-old diabetic foot, perhaps? Ugh. <laughs> oh, man. I've had this weird thing my whole life that I just can't drink milk from somebody else's house. It's just always been a turnoff for me, and this is exactly why. Well, the thought of someone putting their dead foot skin into the milk never crossed my mind. That's pretty specific. But I've always just been worried that it's gone bad. And this is probably specific to where I live in Canada. But we drink our milk out of bags. And you cut the corner of the bag and pour it out of the hole. And with that hole there, the milk tends to take on the different smells of whatever food's in the fridge. It's pretty gross. And yeah, I would much rather drink milk out of a closed carton or a container with a cap on it. Anywho, back to these poor ladies here. It's pretty obvious who the culprit is. Doreen's arch nemesis, Sarah the other roommate who has the dead skin collection in her room. I wonder if Sarah is a distant relative of Ed Gein. If not, they would have made a cute couple. Instead of confronting sinister Sarah, they call the police and let them handle it. Surely a crime has been committed here, right? They're just not sure what. The police look at the evidence, they sift through it, and they agree that something ain't right here. Sarah P. Schrock is arrested and charged with contaminating food or drink. That's a felony, as well as second-degree assault and failure to comply with a peace order. This food tampering is serious stuff and comes with a sentence of up to 25 years in jail. Yikes. Obviously, there are levels to that charge. For example, foot shavings being on the lower end and poisoning on the higher end. Sarah denies these allegations, but the proof is in the pudding. Or the milk, I suppose. She spends six days in jail, then gets out while she awaits her day in court. When that day finally comes in early January of 2016, St. Mary's District Judge Christy H. Chesser doles out her punishment. Our girl is given a one-year suspended sentence. So here's how that works. She'll spend 30 days in jail. Keep in mind she gets credit for the six days she's already served. And she'll get two years of supervised probation. If she does anything to violate that probation, she'll have to go back to jail and serve out the remaining 11 months of her sentence. So she got off pretty good. I'm sure she also had to find a new place to live. That was a pretty fair punishment, in my humble opinion. Sarah is a strange woman. I don't know. Would a year in jail be beneficial for her? Maybe. In a minimum security facility, where she can also see a psychiatrist. She doesn't seem like much of a threat, although Doreen might disagree with that. But hey, it is what it is. Sarah's mugshot, there's two of them, one from the original arrest where she got that restraining order, and the other from that whole milk fiasco. In one, she is smiling creepily, and the other, she is kind of staring at her nose. She has stringy gray hair, bristly looking gray eyebrows, and an old yellow t-shirt. She looks like, uh, well, she looks like someone that might collect their own boogers, or dead feet shavings. The Daily Mail article on this story caught some traction. It was shared 1,600 times, and there are 334 comments. So let's read some. 
Dean's Cabbage says, This could quite possibly be the most disgusting, vile thing I've ever read in my entire life. Uh, yeah, it's pretty gross, but I think Dean needs to read more, because there's definitely worse out there. Stormy Fire River adds, What? That woman needs a psychiatrist, not a cop. I couldn't agree more. Girlfriend's got issues. Not really here, says, As though this story wasn't disgusting enough, you had to show a picture of feet. That's funny, because along with the article, they showed a picture of a dry, peely foot with someone picking at their yellowish toenail. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't even Sarah's foot. What else we got here? Red says, my dog eats my toenail clippings. Does that make me a bad person? Uh, yeah, I'd say that qualifies. And lastly, Salt Lake says, perhaps her guests asked for skim milk and she misunderstood them to say skin milk. <laughs> hey Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. On that note, let's throw out our barf bags and move on to the next story. And this one takes place in Ohio, specifically Powell, which is a city in Delaware County with a population of just over 14,000 people. We find ourselves at a wedding. Ooh la la. And this is back in June of 2011. This wedding is at the Bridgewater Banquet and Conference Center. Here's a description of this joint via WeddingWire.com. With a capacity of up to 450 people, Bridgewater Wedding Banquet and Conference Center is perfect for a lavish wedding, intimate gathering, or something in between. Here, you can gather with your nearest and dearest to celebrate your new life as a married couple in one of our stylish ballrooms. To give your event the elegance it deserves, you can host your reception in the grand ballroom. Featuring high vaulted ceilings, luxurious marble and granite accents, and shimmering chandeliers. This space is made for dining in style. Alternatively, if you'd prefer a space with outdoor access, you can breathe in the fresh air of the veranda room. Fully covered and protected from the elements, it joins onto a heated outdoor patio, which is ideal for celebrating in any season. Damn, sounds classy. But don't worry, our brief visit here will be anything but. So a couple of guests at this wedding are Stephanie Robinette and her husband. We'll call him Don. Stephanie is 30 years old and she teaches at a school that focuses on kids with ADHD. That's Attention Deficit Hyperactive Disorder and also Asperger's Syndrome. A very admirable profession, if you ask me. Stephanie has recently given birth to a baby. Aww. That child will not make the trip to this wedding. This is a night for the adults. Open bar, good food, some dancing. It's a time for our girl to let her hair down. A well-earned one, I'm sure. Unfortunately, maybe Steph was out of practice with the drinking and all that. Her tolerance a little lower than usual. Because she gets hammered. And she and Don get into a domestic dispute. This leads to her punching her hubby a couple times then locking herself in their vehicle out in the parking lot. And she can't be coaxed out. 
Some guests of the wedding, perhaps fearing that she would drive off and hurt herself or others in her inebriated state, end up calling police to deal with this. And when officers arrive on the scene, this doesn't calm Steph down. In fact, she gets even more fired up. She starts screaming and swearing and going absolutely wild. Finally, they convince her to open the car door. And this will be when things get interesting. Let's get a quote from Delaware County Sheriff Walter L. Davis to find out what happens next. Quote, When deputies attempted to remove Stephanie from the vehicle, she advised them that she was a breastfeeding mother and proceeded to remove her right breast from her dress and began spraying deputies in the vehicle with her breast milk. This is a prime example of how alcohol can make individuals do things they would not normally do. End quote. Indeed. Yeah, our girl grabbed a hold of one of her engorged boobies, one of them milk jugs, and just kept squeezing, aiming at the poor officers. I hope they weren't lactose intolerant. (laughs) Uh, This caught them off guard, but they were able to pull her out of the vehicle and then get her into their police cruiser after that. Steph is not too happy about this, and with both feet together, she tries to kick out the back window and make an escape. But those windows are pretty strong, and she eventually gives up. Steph is in a heap of trouble here, getting charged with domestic violence, along with assault, obstructing official business, resisting arrest, and disorderly conduct. What a lady, what a night. When she sobers up, Steph is very remorseful and embarrassed. Here's a quote from our girl. I have no criminal record. I take these charges very seriously, and I absolutely intend to seek help for substance abuse with alcohol, because alcoholism does run in my family. End quote. And you gotta feel for her. That's a rough one. She's feeling guilty for making a scene at her friend's wedding, and kind of ruining that, also for hitting her husband, and, and this is a big and, a story like this gains traction with the whole breast milk spraying angle. So it's making its rounds all over the country. Everyone knows about this. Neighbors, friends, family. She's on TV. People chuckling about the incident, having a laugh at her expense. I mean, heck, even 13 years later, she's being talked about on a podcast hosted by some schmuck in Canada, eh? So yeah, that's how bad it was. And like she said, she's not a criminal. Didn't have a record before this. Steph's a mother. A mother with a great job that she loves. Or that she did love. Yeah. Unfortunately, she gets fired from her teaching job shortly after. Keeping her on the payroll would just be bad for business. Aw man, brutal. All that seems like punishment enough, right? But let's not forget, she could also be doing some jail time for this too. So let's get into it. Stephanie Robinette pleads guilty to assault and obstruction of official business charges. The other ones were dropped. And the judge takes it easy on her. In June of 2011, he hands down his sentence giving her two years of probation and a $200 fine. Not bad at all. I suppose he thought the guilt and shame she felt, along with the loss of her job, was bad enough. And you don't want to keep a mother away from her baby. I hope Stephanie did get her drinking under control, and this whole embarrassing incident was a wake-up call for her. Hopefully, she didn't have much trouble getting a new job in her field in this whole internet era. A story like this can follow you around like a bad stink. She might have to change her last name or move to a different city. It's a shame, because if she was good at her job, and I think she was, that shouldn't really matter. People have done much worse. It's not like she was spraying the students with her milk duds. 
It's unfortunate, because if Steph didn't pull out her breast and spray the police officers with her mommy milk, the story wouldn't even be close to newsworthy. Nobody would have even known about it besides a few of the wedding guests and the cops. It'd just be an incident where a woman got drunk at an open bar and got into a fight with her husband in the parking lot. And shit like that probably happens all the time. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 127, Spilled Milk. That was a weird one, wasn't it? When I told you this was a milky episode, you probably thought it would be about someone stealing milk from a grocery store or something, huh? Or maybe not. I think you know me better than that by now. It's usually going to be something weird or gross. That's just what I gravitate towards. All right, you know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I want to get criminal. Oh, that was beautiful. This confession comes from a listener named Lindsay. She says, hey, Leroy, huge fan of the show. Aw, thanks, girlfriend. Anyway, I wanted to confess something from my teenage years, back in the early 90s. Ooh, what a time to be alive. There used to be an old man who we found to be quite creepy. He'd always stare at us as we'd walk by his house, while sitting on the front porch, rocking away in his chair, never breaking eye contact. This led all the kids around my age group to steal his lawn ornaments, throw eggs at his house, and even on a couple occasions, let the air out of his tires. This went on for years, started before my friends did it, and likely ended well after us too. I always thought he deserved it, because he was likely a perv. But after doing some thinking over the years, an idea came into my head. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Meaning, did the kids all fuck with him because he stared at them and gave them the creeps? Or did he stare at them and give them the creeps because he was just trying to figure out who was fucking with them? Food for thought. I know you've been feeling down on yourself lately, Leroy, but please don't ever stop making this podcast. We need your lightheartedness in these crazy times. Wow. Okay, thank you, Lindsay. And that is interesting. What if teenagers messed with him first, and that's why he was always giving them the stink eye? As kids or teenagers, we never really fact check. You just hear, oh, this man's a creep, or that house is haunted, and you automatically believe it. Love that. Very interesting. And thanks for the kind words, Lindsay. Sometimes I need that friendly reminder that there are people out there enjoying what I do. Because the negative messages, uh, there's a lot less of them. Don't get me wrong, it's probably a 10 to 1 ratio of positivity to negativity. But the not-so-friendly messages, sadly, are the ones that tend to stick with me. Just the way I'm wired, I suppose. Excuse me, that's illegal at gmail.com is the email. Holla at me with your petty crime confessions or just fun personal stories. I'm not picky. And just like Lindsay, you too could have your story played on the air. Join the Patreon for the price of a Big Mac a month for ad-free episodes and bonus content. Follow me on social media, blah, blah, blah. Links are in the show notes. You know the drill. All right, before we get out of here, I have a promo to play for you for a show I've been enjoying lately called True Crime Cast. My boys John and Jamie tell you about all the deadbeat criminals from high profile to the lesser knowns. I'll let them tell you all about their kick-ass podcast in a moment. As for myself, I'll meet you back here in another 10 days with more soft-course gumbaggery. Peace! Take it away, John and Jamie.
At True Crimecast, we cover the big names and cases that everybody wants to hear. But we specialize in the small town unknown cases you've never heard of. If you're listening to True Crimecast, you'll hear us give the details of each case and our analysis of whether or not justice is served. Find us wherever you find your favorite podcast. Y'all should go ahead and subscribe and join in on the conversation. I'm Jamie. And I'm John. This is True Crimecast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.